WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. It's Tuesday, September 15, 2020. The U.S. News & World Report just released their 2021 rankings for best colleges. Here to report more is WPGU's Mac Dudley. U.S. News & World Report has just released its 2021 rankings for best colleges in America. At the top of the national universities list is Princeton University, celebrating its 10th year in that spot, right ahead of Harvard, Columbia, MIT, and Yale. U of I found itself at number 47 on the list, tied with the University of Georgia. The top 20 national universities were mostly private, save UCLA, the highest-rated public university. U.S. News also included rankings for the best liberal arts, public, public liberal arts, and best historically black colleges and universities. The methodology for these determinations is based on an array of factors, including ranking categories such as outcome, faculty resources, expert opinion, financial resources, student excellent, and alumni giving, with the general weight shifting toward educational outputs rather than incoming student credentials or institutional outputs. This year, the COVID-19 crisis has been a topic of interest in ranking discussions as each school tries its own method to navigate the pandemic. For WPGU News, I'm Mac Dudley. As the COVID-19 pandemic continues to affect the state of Illinois, over $8 million in funding has been approved to help those in need. WPGU's Reese Armstrong has more. The Illinois Criminal Justice Information Authority awarded over $8 million in funding to 11 organizations offering support to Illinois citizens during the COVID-19 pandemic. The funding was provided to the ICJIA through the U.S. Bureau of Justice Assistance Coronavirus Emergency Supplemental Funding Program, and the grants will be used to support housing, food security, services to victims, and re-entry services in communities around the state that have been hit hardest by the virus. The funding was given out on a geographic basis, and community-level data on positive cases, unemployment rates, housing, and re-entry was considered in the decision. From WPGU News, I'm Reese Armstrong. The U.S. Census is scheduled to end on September 30th. However, approximately 13 million U.S. households have yet to fill out the 10-question survey. The U.S. Census Bureau has stressed the importance of completing the survey as it determines where $1.5 trillion of funding is allocated, and it only happens once every 10 years. Typically, undercounting disproportionately affects minority populations, and those effects are expected to be exasperated due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Some things that could happen if there is an undercount of the population is lack of state representation in Congress, school funding, state funding, and less healthcare funding in minority communities. You can fill out the census at 2020census.gov. Hurricane season is hitting the southeast coast of the United States. WPGU's Justin Malone has more. The Gulf Coast is bracing for yet another major storm today, as Category 2 Hurricane Sally is predicted to make landfall early this evening. 
Forecasters project 11-foot storm surges and up to 16 inches of rainfall, with 17 million people in its projected path. Meteorologists are anticipating the possibility that Sally could be upgraded to a major Category 3 storm by the time it reaches the southern coast of Alabama tonight, carrying with it maximum sustained winds with a ground speed of 111 miles per hour. Government officials in three states are urging residents to evacuate, citing the potentially deadly storm surges. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. The St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers faced off Monday in a doubleheader between two of the North League Central Division rivals, with the team splitting the two games on the day. Game one of the doubleheader was pitching duel for two starters, Quang Hyung Kim for the Cardinals and Josh Lindblom for the Brewers. Both pitchers did not allow any runs in their outings until extra innings, when Cardinals third baseman Tommy Edmond drove in Tyler O'Neill in the eighth inning to open the scoring. The Brewers came back in the home half of the inning, tying the game on a double from right fielder Ryan Braun and winning the game on a sacrifice fly from second baseman Kisten Hira for a final score of 2-1. The second game of the day was also a low-scoring affair, with Cardinals winning 3-2 in nine innings. Brewers first baseman Jed Giorko drove in two runs on a home run in the fourth inning, while Tyler O'Neill and Brad Miller knocked in two of the Cardinals' runs on RBI singles. Cardinals shortstop Paul DeYoung broke the deadlock with a single to score Tommy Edmond in the ninth inning, which turned out to be the game-winning run. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford.